0: Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Young Beautiful Successful. It's a podcast about Ariana Grande, and I'm your host, Gabby. I'm trying to switch up the way that I say that. How did that go? Okay, so um, welcome back to another episode of Young Beautiful Successful, and we are now living in a Positions Deluxe world. And that is what this whole episode is going to be about. Last week, I had a little bit of a preview talking about the things we needed to know. And I also talked about the 3435 Remix video. So if you want to hear my thoughts on the video, go back and check that episode out. But this week, it's all about the Positions Deluxe new songs. I'm so happy about our guests. It's the ladies of Fangirl Fever, Amy and Zoe. They were so fun to talk to, and I love their podcast, so check out Fangirl Fever. I'm going to put their info in the podcast description, and basically, before we get into it, you guys know the drill. Make sure you're subscribed or following wherever you're listening to the podcast. Trying to hit 100 reviews on the podcast right now. Let's see where we are on Apple Podcasts. I am pulling this up in real time. Okay. We are at 85 ratings on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get that to 100. So can we get 15 reviews in a week? I feel like we can do that. So if you have an iPhone or you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a review, it would help so much, truly. And as always, follow the podcast on social media at Ariana Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. And if you screenshot today that you're listening and you post on Instagram story or Twitter, I will retweet you or repost you on Instagram story. And yeah, let's just get into the episode. So fun talking to Amy and Zoe, so let's get straight into it. Pull
1: up, pull up me. Uh-huh. I just when I want it. Give you a set cuz you own it. Pull up, pull up
0: So today I'm joined by the hosts of Fangirl Fever, it's Amy and Zoe, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having us. Hello. Yay, I'm so happy to have you both here. This is kind of, you guys might be like my fifth guest in in a row that I have found through TikTok or has found me through TikTok. So it's really exciting. We love TikTok. We love it. So the way that I normally start the episode is, what do you guys like about Ariana Grande? So we can go first. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, I wrote down that I like how strong she is. Mm -hmm. Like, after everything she's gone through, it just inspires me to keep going. Because if she can get through what she got through, I can pretty much do anything. And I also really like how she's kind of taken control of her career. Compared to, I mean, obviously she's been through things more than like other artists, but I love how she's able to control everything she puts out.
0: I love that. Yeah, she's so resilient. And I think that's definitely something so many people admire about her. And that's definitely something I've been thinking about too with the control over her career. I feel like it can be really hard for women in music a lot of the time to have that creative control or um control over your image or whatever it is. And I think that's something this era that I've been noticing that Ariana's really been like taking on that like the ownership of who she is and just like being really professional and like a boss. <laughs> I feel like um I totally agree with that answer.
3: I mean and other than her music, I would say I love how she treats her fans like her friends. Mm-hmm. And especially like giving back to them all the time, like Sweetener tour, whenever she was like throwing out all the gifts in the crowd, mm-hmm. and her interview with Zach saying when they did like the whole um, sleepover thing, that was really cool too. And I definitely entered like a million times, but I didn't get picked, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no! Well, yeah, that is so true. She has a really like organic and like close relationship with her fans. That's so true. And I- her social media is like such a huge part of her persona and like most followed women on Instagram and just like that is so important to connect with your fans that way definitely. yeah love that about her do you guys have specific favorite songs that you always go back to
3: um my two favorite songs that are always gonna be top tier for me are Moonlight and Thinking About You,
1: back, and me, I, now you me so good. I wish you Oh, um, But I have a I to make it through the night But I can't control i just about you, I'm
3: about you. Um, but, but then right now, I really like Better Off and 630 Mm, those are all so good My like top
2: three I go hard for Sweetener Like I'm one of the girls who Like that's just my favorite album And I will mm-hmm. defend her until I die But mm-hmm. Better Off, R.E.M. and Goodnight and Go Are like my top three
0: I love that all- top three all from Sweetener Yeah I love that though I- I'm definitely a Sweetener stand too So I definitely feel that
1: Being honest, I'd rather your body than half of your heart written comments that come when you're letting the feelings that I don't want I never let them know too much I get it so emotional
0: So, you guys recently started Fangirl Fever. You guys have the cutest Instagram. It's so good. But tell the people a little bit about Fangirl Fever, why you started it, and kind of your goals for the future with it.
3: Um, I could tell you, like, the whole long story (laughs) later, but we started it in October. And it's mostly focused on, like, pop culture and, like, celebrities, like, we're big fans of. And then every now and then we'll try to throw in, like, us being fans of them fan culture and then mm. we started we try to we want to go, get into more movies and series that we're watching and just our commentary on it
2: mm-hmm.
3: um one of our goals is definitely to have like one of our favorite artists be on the guest too especially like maggie Lindemann. that's like one of our big goals um but yeah
0: love that And I love Maggie Linderman, too. I want to talk about that later. (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I know you guys are fans. Or
3: you can go on our podcast and talk about her. Yes.
0: Maybe we should. Okay. When her album drops. (laughs) Okay. So our main topic for today is the Positions Deluxe Edition album. And there were so many rumors leading up to this. And I'll be the first to say I did not believe it at all. I was like, this is just made up. Um... There were a lot of rumors based on like the Genius had like some, there were some songs listed. I don't even know if those ended up being the same song titles. I can't remember. But that was kind of what started the rumors is there were some songs on Genius. There's also, there was also a snippet of this song called Jada. I don't know if you heard that.
2: Yeah, I've heard it.
0: So what did you guys think when, there were kind of some rumors that there may be a deluxe.
2: I was like confused because I don't understand. Like I saw the Apple music thing when people search up, like Mm. I don't remember what they searched up, but there was like a search. And for some reason there was something that like kind of led everyone to believe there was going to be a deluxe. And I was just confused how people were able to come
3: to that conclusion. But I mean, we have it now, so I guess they were right. I was in the same boat as you in which I was also skepti- skept- skeptical of a deluxe album. Um, I also saw it on TikTok and that there might even be a collab with Tyler, the creator. And I was just like, there's no way this is going to happen. <laughs> um, but I did listen to Jade a little bit. And to me, I feel like if that was on going to be on positions, it wouldn't fit very well in my opinion. Mm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, I've noticed there's a lot of times those Apple Music rumors happen and it can kind of be based on anything. It'll just be like you search something and then someone will screenshot what comes up yeah, and like think that it's a hint that something's coming. And I'm always so skeptical. I'm skeptical of all rumors just because I never want anything to be too good to be true.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I never want to spread false information like on the yeah. podcast or on my social media. Um, but she confirmed that it was going to be coming um, at, right at the beginning of February and then we just got it this past week. So I feel like this is becoming, like, a bigger trend. I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like deluxe albums have always kind of been a thing, especially with, like, Target. We'll do, like, you can get the Target version. Taylor Swift does that all the time. Um, But I actually feel like because of COVID right now and with no touring, I feel like so many more artists are doing deluxe albums. And I feel like it's partially because, like, obviously, as a fan, like, we always want more music. But it, I feel like also from a business perspective, it's also a way to like extend the marketing of the album uh, longer. So what do you guys kind of think about deluxe albums in general?
3: My opinion, I'm not a fan of deluxe albums because I just want mm. it all at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, And most of the times I don't end up really liking the songs on deluxe anyway. Like, This is kind of a hot take, but... um. Forevermore for Taylor's album, I Mm. wasn't a big fan of the two new tracks that she released. Mm. But for Ariana's album, I I love the new songs.
2: I really like deluxe albums. Like, I feel like it, as you said, it kind of, from a business perspective, it kind of brings a new life to it. So it extends the life of the album. But I just, I don't know, like Machine Gun Kelly's album, he had his deluxe, which came from probably COVID. But I feel, I don't know, I like them and they feel like a gift.
0: That is true. They do feel like a little bit of a gift. But I also definitely see your side, Amy, that sometimes the regular album songs a lot of times are better Mm -hmm. (laughs) than the Deluxe songs. But we can kind of talk about our opinion. So let's get into some of the songs. So I guess we can just start from the beginning. So after POV, we go first into the Someone Like You interlude super short song I feel like that's kind of the only like overarching criticism of all of these songs is that they're all about two minutes or less yeah. what did you guys think of someone like you
3: I love it. This is, I, I didn't claim this one, but I, I really like it, and it was off to a really good start, so big fan. I claimed this song because
2: I'm like <laughs> obsessed with interludes, and Ariana mm. always just does it with her interludes. So I was very satisfied with this song. It doesn't have like many lyrics, it's just her kind of repeating the same thing. But I feel like it kind of bridged the gap between the deluxe songs and the regular songs.
0: That is a very good point. And also, I like that you brought up interludes because this could be something like maybe this would be a tour interlude mm. way in the future. If touring ever comes back, we'll, we will find out. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> um But yeah, I feel like interludes can be very like vibey and pretty. So I definitely can see why you would be a fan. I also, I feel like it's a really romantic song and that's kind of my... One of my overall thoughts on all these songs is I almost feel like this is like, if Positions was a book, this would be like the epi- the Dalton epilogue Aww. of like all That's of me. you get, you kind of get more like, I feel like I got more insight into their relationship in a yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Which we can continue. So the next song is Test Drive. This which, one is my song. Okay. What do you think about it, Amy?
3: Um, I think this was the standout track to me, Mm -hmm. and uh, you also mentioned it in your last episode how during the premiere, she was debating between putting this one instead of love language. Yeah, Um, It's funny to me because I claimed love language, but it wasn't one of my faves, so I feel like me streaming Test Drive a lot is going to make up for my lack of love (laughs) language.
0: What about you, Zoe? Um.
2: I I saw you post on your story that it was getting a lot of promo on Spotify. Yeah. So I feel like it might be the next single if mm-hmm. if any of them get single promotion. I really like it, and I kind of hope there's a music video because I can see there being like a concept for this.
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that you brought up the playlist marketing of it because it's something I've been paying more attention to because I know I know you guys are Olivia Rodrigo fans and I feel like obviously everyone in like the music industry is obsessed with Olivia right now um from as a fan or from like a business angle as well and a lot of the conversation around driver's license was like all the different playlists that that song was on and how it helped all the streams to like the massive numbers that that song got and so Being like the very first song on New Music Friday, which Test Drive was, is like a really big deal. It means that like the label is like prioritizing you, like that. Maybe Ariana chose that, like that was gonna be the one song that goes on the playlist. I don't know, or the label chose, like they were like this one's gonna get the most streams. I don't know how that works, but it's a pretty big deal that the number one song on Music Friday, New Music Friday. I like Test Drive as well. I felt like. My first listen and also Ariana released the snippets. It was a standout to me immediately. Um, I feel like any song about driving is just a vibe. We the all best know. songs are about <laughs> driving. And so at first I was like, Oh, she's about to drop like driving anthem, or like it seemed like it was kind of like a romantic, like making out with your boyfriend in your car anthem it's kind of the vibe that I got from it at first but I will say the more that I listened Worst Behavior is outshining it a little bit for me Really? which is the next one Yes, and it's because I think the lyrics of Worst Behavior jump out to me a little bit more I think Worst Behavior has my favorite lyric which is I've been on my worst behavior but I don't need no savior
1: I've been on my worst behavior but baby, I don't need no savior. I'm way out of line. But I kind of like the way I feel when I just don't give a fuck. Oh, I forgot to mention I'll be there and find. But we don't really need it to talk too much. Show each other what we know. I got other ways to catch
0: you. I feel like it's one of the most powerful lyrics of any of, of any of these songs. And so I think worst behavior now is actually more the lyrical stand out to me. What did you guys think of worse behavior? Um before
3: I get into it, I wanted to add how <laughs> I was so irritated how 3435 remix was placed in between oh, yeah. okay. the new songs. So when I was to about listen, to ignore that. I have to skip it and I'm just like she could have put it like very last because I feel mm-hmm. like putting it after POV, it wouldn't flow nicely. Right. So I was really irritated about that one. But yeah, Worst Behavior, I liked the beginning, and then it got to the chorus. I wasn't a fan of, like, the way it sounded, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it might grow on me eventually.
2: I really like it. It's, I'll get to my ranking. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I really like how, I don't know, it just refers to their private relationship a lot. Mm -hmm. I agree with you saying it's, like, the lyrical standout. My favorite lyric was, no phone, no pics, no posts Mm -hmm. in us, because, like, she did not post Dalton at first for a while. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely shows how private their relationship was.
0: Yeah, definitely. This I feel like is the most like juicy song in a way, even though it's nothing negative. But I felt that there was some reference to the Pete relationship in a little bit of, of a way of just because that relationship was so public and the concept of like worse behavior. I felt like may might be Ariana referencing like I'm on my worst behavior again. Cause I'm in a relationship, but this time it's going to be different because it's not going to be as public. I also felt like worst behavior gave me similar vibes to her song makeup because of how she's like referencing like things about herself that she doesn't like, you know, kind of or, like things she's not proud of like worst behavior, but also being like, I'm still awesome. So (laughs) Okay, and then the final song is Main Thing. What are you guys' thoughts on Main Thing? Very romantic. This is probably my favorite title. I thought it was a very cute title of a song.
3: Zoe, you go first.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, I wrote down that she's really in love with this guy. Yeah. Because it's, again, about him, which, I mean, the whole album's kind of subtly about him. But I really like the lyric. I love how catchy it is. It's Rose and Ice. Oh, wait, how does it go? It's Rose and Ice, Candlelight, and I'm feeling nice. Mm-hmm. It's just so cute. Like, it's, he's her main thing. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's it.
1: You, it. it's the Friday night, it rain outside. Yeah. It's Rose and Ice, Candlelight, and I'm feeling nice. Anything you like, but well, you know a song. Been a minute since I tasted something so sweet Oh, it's up when I call you
3: That was my favorite lyric too. And I said how I think Main Thing was a great way to end Deluxe the same mm-hmm. way POV was a good way to end like the regular album. Right. So I really liked Main Thing. And I feel like a lot of my friends were ex- most excited about Main Thing, just like based on the song title alone.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's very romantic. And it's kind of like what I was saying before how I feel like this is like the Dalton epilogue because I just, I feel like. I don't know why it took me to now, but like from these songs, I was like, wow, like this is a really serious relationship and especially just the way that she's kind of been less public on social media lately and she's engaged and she's so grown up now. And I just feel like all these songs just kind of show the place in her life that she's at by having like a healthy relationship.
3: I can't believe she's like, going to be thirty in a few years, and some stands on Twitter are like expecting her to still like have very family-friendly pop songs. But I'm just like, <laughs> you guys got to let her grow and like share that part of her life with us. So.
0: <laughs> I definitely really like this era. Yeah, it's a great era um, in terms of just her being so mature and in love. What are what are kind of your overall thoughts on this deluxe edition additional songs?
3: Um, like I said, I wasn't a, a. I'm usually not a big fan of deluxe albums, but I really liked um, this specific album. I don't know if I like any of the new songs enough where it might be in my top Spotify songs this year, but Ariana will always be one of my top artists, regardless. So I will <laughs> always be listening. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Like, I don't know if these are gonna make it into my top three on positions. Maybe they will. I probably have to listen to them a lot more, but. I don't know. I really like how it tied everything together. And the last four, like you said, really are like about Dalton.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like, again, I feel like my only like criticism is that they're very short and some at the risk of like almost feeling unfinished. I don't feel like they're totally feel unfinished, but like a little, they're not as, they don't feel as like fully like produced and thought out as the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, so I understand why then their deluxe songs are not, they didn't make the album because they kind of weren't as like fully realized as the rest of the album. So I agree. I don't know if any of them, if I like any of them enough to replace some of the other position songs, but I like that they're all kind of a similar vibe and, um, you just kind of get lost in them and then all of a sudden it's over (laughs) so quickly, but I liked them all.
3: I don't realize how short they are until I'm reading the lyrics on Genius and I'm like, that's all?
0: Like sometimes yeah. when I'm
3: listening, it feels longer. But when I'm listening and reading along, I was like, wow, that was really
0: short. Yeah. Okay, should we get into our personal rankings? Yes, I love ranking songs for everyone. <laughs> okay, Amy, do you want to go first?
3: Um, so my neck and neck are test drive and someone like you right now. Mm. I feel like depending on the day, it could switch. And then main thing, worst behavior, and then thirty four, thirty five remix if we're counting that. Because hot take, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the collabs
0: <laughs> unless it's with mm. The Weeknd. Oh, interesting. Okay. And Zoe, do you want to go?
2: Um, my top song is "Someone Like You." Then main thing, test drive, worst behavior, and then thirty four, thirty five remix.
0: Okay. Okay, here's mine. <laughs> so mine is worst behavior number one. Two, test drive. Three, main thing. For someone like you. And 3435 Remix at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Probably just because we already heard it. And also, yeah. someone like you just at the bottom, just because it's the shortest, I think would be my reasoning. And what you yeah. said
3: in your last episode with Doja and Meg on the remix, it's like so many powerful voices on one mm-hmm. song. So it's really overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I love the video, like I said mm-hmm. on the last So episode. cute. I love it. <laughs> and I feel like if that song had been released with the video, it would have been received so differently. I feel mm-hmm. like – I just feel like it would have been more of a moment if they had been able to wait until the video was ready to release it.
2: Yeah. That's so true because I watched the video and then I started listening to the song more.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, me too.
0: Yeah, But sure. I
2: still
3: skip the song pretty frequently, though. But <laughs> I don't not love it. I mean – I like it a little bit better now.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so do we have any other? Do you guys have any other final thoughts on Positions Deluxe? Um, No other
3: thoughts, but I'm curious what you guys would think her Positions tour would look like.
0: Ooh. Mm. Do you have thoughts, Zoe?
3: Definitely
2: more mature than the Sweetener World Tour, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it feels so far away. Like I don't even know what to expect.
3: I wonder if she's going to do like another double album tour type thing. True. Yeah.
0: I feel like it will be a double album because um, she did kind of tease that in Zach saying, right? And it's so interesting because I feel like something I've been thinking about a lot lately is that Ariana's style is so different now. Like her whole um, look has changed a lot and she's not wearing thigh-high boots anymore, really. Um, she's not dressing as like girly and feminine as she used to. She's been wearing jeans, like it's
2: she used so to never weird. wear pants.
0: <laughs> and so I feel like her style is different. And so I wonder how that would tr- will translate to like what she wants to wear on tour. But also, what I would really like to see her do is not do a stadium tour and mm. just do like small scale. Super exclusive, but like intimate, interesting events that can really focus on like her voice. And yes,
3: like sweetener sessions. Type yeah, thing. like that,
0: yeah. but maybe like more, more dates. Dates, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. I would love. I feel like this might be way in the future, like how Lady Gaga did a residency in Vegas mm-hmm. at like a smaller venue. I would love to see that from her.
0: Ooh, I feel like that could happen because I, I do think. Celine Dion also has a Vegas residency. And I know Ariana looks up to Celine. So I feel like that could definitely be a thing. I think especially women like women who are like moms like to have residencies because you live in one place for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could definitely be a thing later on in her career.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be so fun with like all the fans going to one place and yeah. like, meeting each other. That would be really fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, well, before we go, since you guys are such pop culture experts, I did just want to ask you guys what other artists you are listening to right now. You could name some TV shows you are listening to as well. Just kind of put put the listeners on to some things they should be listening listening and watching.
3: Um, I've been on a Taylor Swift kick since like quarantine started, <laughs> so I am waiting for the rest of her re recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Ma- me and Maggie, me and Zoe both love Maggie, mm-hmm. so that's been on repeat. And a new-ish band called 19 and You, so yeah. Um,
2: I wrote down Maggie, because she's mm-hmm. literally the top of my on-repeat, like all her songs. So definitely go check her out. Kiana Leday, she actually went to my high school. and Oh, wow. I don't know, I just, her last album is so good, so I definitely recommend listening to her. And then I wrote down Machine Gun Kelly, because his album is really good.
0: I've been listening to Machine Gun Kelly a lot recently and I also love Kiana Le Day. Haven't listened to her in a while but I should get back onto it. And then Maggie Lindemann, I'm so I'm like fully sold. Like I'm like ready to see what's going to happen with her. Span. Yeah. Um cuz I I I think I'm a little older than you guys. I grew up yeah. with Av- Avril Lavigne and I feel like it's taken till like now to fully see the like Avril Lavigne influence on Definitely. music mm-hmm. yes um which i feel like mag well Billie eilish was kind of the beginning and like now we're getting maggie and machine gun kelly bringing bringing back this punk era yeah. is really exciting
3: it's so refreshing because like i'm usually like very into just like pop and now like i never thought i would be like a fan of machine gun kelly so it's so <laughs> wild to me
0: <laughs> yeah so crazy it's like taking over well it was so great having you both here it was so nice. great talking to Thank you. you for
3: having us it let was the was people
0: let the people know where they can find you
3: um we are most active on instagram at fangirl fever pod um new episodes every saturday and great. then on my personal
2: instagram is universe i love you and then amy um mine
3: is dang it's amy but i probably won't accept you unless (laughs) you
0: um kind of know me like that so yeah (laughs) all good okay um thank you guys so much thank you for doing this thank you yeah okay i want to thank amy and zoe again for calling in it was so fun talking to them They are so thoughtful and sweet and love music, and I just love, I love people like that, (laughs) so um, go follow them, go follow Fangirl Fever, don't follow Amy, because she said not to, But, um, but thank you so much to them, I love talking to them. As always, follow at Ariana Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed or following wherever you're listening. And that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you so much for all the support on the podcast lately, and on TikTok, we just hit 20,000 followers. I'm so grateful, and I love you guys. I will just say to anyone who made it this far in the episode, since you guys are the real ones... I am going through a bit of a transition in my life right now, so I don't know how active I'm going to be over the next month Um, on social media, nothing bad, all good things, good good change happening in my life, but I am going to be a little bit busy, so if I'm not as active, that is why, but everything's good with me, so I will see you next time for another episode of Young, Beautiful, Successful. Bye,
1: peace.